1: morning, everybody. We're doing an early show today, as you can tell. Normally, we don't start till 10 a.m. Eastern, but we'll do a show early or late, whatever we need to do to accommodate the guests. So we're going to have uh, Ron and Miriam Cohen on. One minute until showtime. We've got Robert Avila today, Michael Basham, speak my word. Um, we're going to be doing an 8 p.m. Eastern on Tuesday night, just heads up, Hank Groove will be back. Also, Wednesday I'll be doing a special early bird, 9 a.m. Eastern. We've got a couple new guests on this week. Uh, Eric Hotard, return of Pat Roach. Bill Snubbin will be back this week, and many more. Okay, I'm looking uh, for October 1st, next week, next Monday, to launch a regular 8 p.m. Eastern show Monday through Friday. That's the goal. So, I'm going to begin to offer it out there, and uh, we'll be doing our daily programs 10 to 1 Eastern, plus an 8 p.m. in the evening, if everything works out. Okay, got all the shows uploaded for you. And titled, I. Um, Your show will go live in five seconds. Titled about four a dozen of them. Three. So, I think we're Two. Up. One. Stand by. Blog Talk Radio. And we've uh, remastered three of the 12 Henry Groover audios. They sound better than the originals. Using a new audio mastering technique. Check them out. They're in the archives of our main podcast feed, omegaman.podbean.com. Okay. I think we're ready to roll. Stand by. Here we go. Hope you had a good weekend out there. We'll tell you about what happened with Miracle Valley uh, in the next hour. Very interesting. Welcome aboard, Martin, Kaylin, Raymond, Fred, and others. Okay Not hearing anything. Here we go. Good morning. Brother Ron, how you doing this morning? I am well. Thank you. All right. Sister Miriam, welcome. Good. Everybody welcome aboard.
0: She's she's way in the background at the moment.
1: Okay. Brother Ron, you want to open us in prayer?
0: I will do that. Thank you. So, Lord, we thank you for this day, Father, this day that you call in your word Yom Kippur. Lord, the day of repentance or of covering. Lord, I thank you for this day that you are moving amongst the nations today. By your spirit, you're causing your people to rise up in their spirit. And Lord, I thank you. I speak life. I bless Shannon, this program, and all who are listening today. In the name of Yeshua Yeshem Yeshua Amen Thank you Lord Okay Shannon, and how are you doing there?
1: Hey, doing pretty good today And uh, hey, it's exciting We're doing a live program on Yom Kippur
0: We are So Lord, we just speak to our soul To be at rest, to be at peace Lord for our soul not to try to figure out the things of God because the things of God including Yom Kippur Lord are spiritually discerned not intellectually discerned. Lord so we speak to our soul to be at peace. Lord our body to be at rest and our spirit to come forward to rise up and come forward today in Jesus name. So Shannon, this is a very auspicious holiday. This is a biblical holiday, one of the seven in the scriptures that the Lord tells us to remember and uh, Yom Kippur means the day of covering. Kippur is a covering the day of sacrifice or the day of repentance. It's all the same and You know, any of these things, Shannon, in the scripture, we need to understand it from the spirit realm. If we try to get into Yom Kippur in the mind and the intellect, as Jews are all over the world today, and that you're just going to end up with religion, you're going to end up with lots of do's and don'ts, but very little revelation of the Father. In the midst of this, of God in the midst of it. So, Lord, we we need to see what the Lord is telling us, speaking to us, why he's telling us to afflict our soul. Most Jews for centuries has interpreted that as fasting. So for Jews and for those who are Aligned with the Messianic movement or who who aligned themselves with Israel worldwide. This would be a time of a 25-hour fast. 24 hours and they throw in an extra hour to make sure they got itself, themselves covered. So it's a 24-hour fast. Um, most Jews will fast everything, water and food, for this time period. Uh, But it's not a legalistic thing. You're not doing wrong. You're not sinning uh, if you're not able to do it. Uh, But we try. Jews around the world will try to do it. I don't know if they're thinking they're pleasing God, but they are definitely thinking that they are fulfilling God's word, God's commandment, which uh, he tells us all the way back in Numbers and in Deuteronomy. Uh, for today so we are then to celebrate this day and it is a celebration uh, in in remembrance and asking for forgiveness of sins if you went to uh, almost any synagogue, temple Jewish Jewish church today uh, there would be about 40-50 bullet points that they ask for forgiveness for Forgiveness for their thoughts, for what they've seen, what they've touched, how they've spoken. The Forgiveness for envy, for jealousy. There's a whole list, and it's a good list, to go through of all the things that the fallen nature is capable of falling into. And then asking God to forgive them. Now, for most Jews, this is without a revelation of the blood of Jesus. Uh, the temple was destroyed in 70 AD, so Jews are not going to be sacrificing bulls and goats and lambs today and bringing it to the temple because there's no temple to bring it to. There's not even a real priesthood to bring it to. So all these things are more done in in a religious vein and asking God to forgive them and to accept their sacrifices. Well, the sacrifice today is going to temple, going to shul, and, uh, and then um, asking God to forgive them um, and, and possibly fasting would be their sacrifice and such. But, you know, without the blood of the Lamb, without the blood of Jesus, there really is no covering or complete wiping out of the sin nature. The other thing that the Jews would pray is that their names, Lashonatovatekottevo, their names would be written in the book of life. And every year they're praying that their names would be written in the book of life till they make it to next year. But we are so blessed as believers When we receive Messiah, when we receive the Lord, our name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And we do make it, it's not that we make it to name it, our our names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life for eternity. So we don't have to pray every year for a renewal of our name to be written. Our names are written when we receive the Lord and uh, written even from the beginnings of time. Our destiny scroll was given to us. The other thing, though, that uh, now last night was a, a time, the beginning or the opening of Yom Kippur at sundown last night, um, and it's done with the reading of Kol Nidre. The Kol Nidre is the opening service of Yom Kippur, and part of Kol Nidre is the reading of Numbers chapter 30. So we are going to do that this morning um, in, in our ministry. The other thing, though, to recognize that Yom Kippur is not a personal holiday, it's a national holiday, It was a repentance for the nation of Israel and the nation of God's people. So we had a a wonderful service on our Sunday night meeting last night praying for different nations, praying for them for repentance, for them to come to the Lord. So I would like to open up with that, Shannon, tonight. And if you can be a part of it with me, Uh, Lord, we come before you today and we thank you that we are cleansed. We are covered by the blood of the Lamb, Yeshua, Jesus. And Lord, that our names are written in your book of life. And Lord, you say in your word, Lord, for the high priest, Father, to pray for the nation of Israel and God's people worldwide and for the world or that they would come to know you Father God we don't have to tell you what's going on in the world systems we don't have to tell you what's going on in the news media you're, you're well aware of every event that's happening worldwide right now and for your people but Lord, I do want to come before you this morning and pray for the nations of the world. Lord, that they would come to an understanding of their need for the Messiah, the Mashiach. Lord, the Mashiach ben David, the Messiah, the son of David, of Yeshua, Jesus in this world system, at this time there is such a great need for repentance worldwide Lord and for God to sovereignly break by his blood the plans of the enemy, Lord that is happening for a worldwide takeover of darkness in every land in this world so Lord, I ask for a reigning, a reign of the pouring out of the blood of Jesus on the nations of the world. Lord, I will begin with Israel because that's where this was originally directed. So Lord, I do pray, Father, first for the peace of Jerusalem. Lord, for the revelation of the Messiah in Jerusalem, in Israel. Lord, for the fighting and the tensions between the Israelis and the Palestinians to cease. Lord, for there to be a great awakening among all people. Lord, for the Jews, the Arabs, Lord, all the nations that live and are represented in Israel, for there to be a great awakening even this coming year. Lord, let the youth be stirred. And Lord, the youth is being dis, being, <laughs> being shaken up worldwide. Lord, young people in nations you'd least expect are seeking a change and a turn. Lord, yet the young people in Israel, Jews and Arabs, Lord, be turned around. Let them be looking for truth and to overcome, Lord, any religious and governmental spirits. Lord, for the other Arab nations worldwide, the Saudi and the Saudi peninsulas, Lord, for Syria, Lord, for Yemen, Lord, for Jordan, Lord, for Turkey, Lord, for Iraq and Iran, Lord, the youth in Iran, Lord, are being stirred up to want to rise up, Lord, and have truth and peace come into their nation. Lord, I lift up India and Pakistan, Afghanistan, Nepal. Lord, there's much moving of your spirit in India. There's many congregations, many churches many ministries in India and now in Pakistan and Lord for the force groups that we have in Faziabad that we help Father Lord I ask that you would bless them and strengthen them anoint them Father for your word to go out to all of them Father in Jesus name Lord I lift up the Asian Peninsula Lord, for Vietnam, Cambodia, Thailand, Mm, 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 mm. Lord, Korea, North Korea, Lord, China and Japan and the islands and Taiwan. Lord, let there be a moving of your spirit. Let the youth rise up. Lord, I ask you would shine the light of your gospel Lord, on Indonesia and on Bali and Sumatra and Borneo and Lord, the islands of the Pacific, Australia, New Zealand Lord, there's much happening in the churches with the young people in Australia, especially in worship bring it forth, Lord And Lord, for the dear African nations, Lord, all 72 of them or so, but Lord, for the African nations, Lord, stir them up. Break the curse of generations of voodoo and religiosity off of them. Raise up your young people, your true leaders with a heart for the people Lord not for themselves but for your people their people and Lord for Latin America South America the Hispanic nations and the Caribbean nations Lord many of them have such a heart for God Lord for the the Father El Padre but Lord they've also mixed it up with centuries of religion Lord break that off of them bring forth the young people Lord nationwide and for America here Canada Lord I see young people are coming forth in so many different cities and platforms and not bound with the religious structures of the past Lord the European nations Lord our work in Germany Lord in France Lord Portugal and England and Italy Lord a stirring of the people in Italy Lord for Russia Eastern Europe and Russia Lord Russia is mentioned so much in the scripture Lord, you have an end time purpose for the Russian people and the Ukrainian people and for all the small nations in that area Lord, that you would bring them forth in a purity in life and again, Lord, I'm looking at the baton being passed on down to another generation of young people in their teens and early 20s coming forth Lord in the power and the anointing of God to change their nation Lord bless Germany, send forth your workers in the nation of Germany and Italy and Shannon I know you saw what, what I sent you, what was happening in Egypt in the Coptics and 70,000 Coptic Christians coming together for worship. That's amazing. Amazing. God, you are moving amongst people's groups. And Lord, we can't judge them that they have to look like a Western group. They have to worship like we in, in Western ways. No. They are allowed to continue in their own National ways, how they worship, how they seek God, how they, how their music is. But Lord, I bless your work, and Lord, I ask that you would send forth, Lord, workers into the nations with power. I thank you for the provisions, Lord. You say, Father, in First Peter and in 2 Peter 1.3 Lord you have provided everything we need for life and godliness so Lord I believe your provision is already stored up Lord for your workers to go forth in power and life Jesus would you manifest yourself in the darkness in the world to bring forth truth in Jesus name Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Lord, for the nations of the very north, the Inuit, the natives, Lord, you are moving amongst them. And Lord, in the very south, you're moving. Lord, it's stirring. There's a stirring in the spirit of God happening worldwide Lord I ask that you would cause it to be strengthened Lord light a fire in young people Lord to want truth and to proclaim it in Jesus name Amen okay I'm going to read Numbers chapter 30 and explain it to you, but Numbers chapter 30 God told the high priest. Moses spoke to the tribes and then to the high priests to read Numbers chapter 30 and it's to be read to the nation, not just individual people but to the nation to break vows of afflictions that's been put on them the prior year, and to break it again, we're going to break it with the blood of Jesus, but vows of affliction, rash utterances these are all things that were spoken out of our own mouth, and things that were spoken over us, that have bound us for many, many years It's also called binding oaths, to be humiliated, abused, bound, trampled upon. So then Moses spoke to the heads of the tribes concerning the children of Israel, saying, this is the thing which the Lord has commanded. If a man vows a vow to the Lord, or swears an oath to bind himself by some agreement, he shall not break his word, he shall do according to all that proceeds out of his mouth. So Lord, if there's anyone listening now that have made a vow to the Lord in any way and bound himself by some agreement to the Lord and to anyone else and did not fulfill that word, Lord, I ask that there would be forgiveness to flow. Lord, that they would rise up and say, I have made a vow to the Lord that I would do such and such. Boy, how many Shannon have said, God, if you'll heal me tonight, I'll serve you forever. And that lasted for about a week. And that, but uh, you know, vows and words that we have spoken, things we've spoken to others, to one another. Lord, if there's been vows that are broken, this is very important in Scripture. It's it's throughout the Scripture that what we've come out of our mouth, we have to adhere to. Or we have to ask for the blood of Jesus to break it. Lord, to cover it, to bring repentance. Lord, if anyone has been hurt in the midst of that, to bring healing in Jesus' name. Now, if a woman vows a vow to the Lord and binds herself by some agreement while in her father's house in her youth, we're talking then about a young girl, a woman, 12 years old and younger, that would be youth. When one is 13, in Bible times, they were considered an adult. But here's a young woman that has vowed a vow bound herself by some agreement. And the word bow, bind in Hebrew, is to chain oneself up as a prisoner. So there are words that a young woman or a young man, a boy and a girl, you know, under 13, that can speak out of their mouth that will bind them with chains for the rest of their life. Well, how many young people leave and tell their parents, I hate you, I hate you. You know, I don't want to live here. I don't want to be a part of this family. A young woman is abused, maybe sexually abused. She makes words, says words, says vows. I'll never let a man touch me again. I'll never be intimate. I'll never open myself up a young boy is abused at home maybe he's beaten by a father or anyone and uh, he says things that uh, I'll never let anyone hurt me again I'm going to be macho I'm going to be strong I'm going to take revenge against people as I grow up and young men young women make these words, makes these vows and that's what it's talking about Numbers 30, breaking vows and things that you've spoken over your life. You know, Shannon, even people that have made vows to churches, I'll never leave this church. I'm, you know, I'm dedicating my life to it. People have made vows to other religions, the Islamics, the Hindus. You know, these are all words that have come out of our mouth that we have bound ourselves to that we have to let ourselves be be broken off of it by the blood of Jesus. Now, if this woman, if this girl's father hears her vow, and the agreement by which she has bound herself, and the father holds his peace, he doesn't say anything, then all of her vows shall stand, and every agreement by which she has bound herself shall remain in place. But if her father overrules her, in other words, he breaks the vow, overrules her on the day that he hears then none of her vows nor her agreements by which she has bound herself shall stand. And the Lord will forgive her because her father overruled her. But if indeed she takes a husband while bound by her vow or a rash utterance, What's a rash utterance? That's really something stupid that comes out of your mouth. And that someone cuts in front of you in traffic and you let out a curse. And that one of your kids drops a a glass on the floor, spills something. And you just say, you stupid thing, can't you do anything right? What's wrong with you? But these are rash utterances that you have just spoken over your children. That bind them up. Now, if her husband hears about the vow that the wife did, and that, or the rash utterance, or the agreement, and makes no response to her on the day that he hears, then all of her vows shall stand, and her agreements by which she has bound herself, a sar, bound herself up as a prisoner for the rest of her life, so she remain in place. Now, a young girl does this, a young boy, what are our agreements? You know, if two or more agree with any one thing, let it be put in place. You grow up in a home and you're constantly heard by maybe parents, brothers, sisters, siblings. What's wrong with you? Can't you do anything right? You're so stupid. You're just a failure. You're so ugly. No one's ever going to want you. Hey, fatty, come to dinner. You weak thing. Why can't you be like your older brother or your sister? You know, and you hear words like that growing up as a child—that you're not wanted, that you're ugly, that you're a failure you hear it enough as a child growing up, something clicks inside of you and you start to agree with those words. Maybe there is something wrong with me. Maybe I am a failure. Maybe I am ugly. Maybe no one is ever going to want you, want me. And when you start to agree with any of those words, You set the course of your life. It says there, Asar, you will bind yourself up as a prisoner for the rest of your life. You'll open yourself up for future humiliation, future source abuse, future failure. Well, I've counseled so many men and they've said, you know, here I was, I went to college, I got a degree. And yet I constantly fail in everything I put my hand to, which we know is not scriptural. Then I said, did you ever agree with anything like that as a child? Well, my dad always said that I was not wanted, that I was a failure, that I was no good. Well, we've got to break these off of all of our lives. Any agreement that you have made with the enemy. And that would be the enemy coming out of your parents' mouth, your brothers or sisters, your teachers, business people, employers, people that have spoken things over your life to harm that you have agreed with. Well, we don't want any negative agreements. We only agree with the word of God. We agree with what he says. And that even concerns healing. You know, we can't always agree with what doctors say. Well, this is going to kill you. It's not going to kill me. I'm not going to agree with that. But God's word says that I have been already healed. I agree with that. I agree with long life he has put in front of me. I agree with that. So that's what it's talking about. That's what the high priest is speaking out over the nation of Israel before they come into a 24-hour time of repentance. Now, indeed, if the woman takes a husband while bound by the vows or the rash utterances of her lips by which she is bound, and the husband hears it but doesn't do anything about it, well, the truth is most husbands aren't even trained to do anything. They don't know what's going on there. And uh, now if if you grew up in a very Jewish home as a child years ago in Israel, the kids, uh, the young boys were taught how to keep or how to lead their home. Now, then her vow shall stand and her agreements by which she has bound herself shall remain in place. And this goes for young men too. But if her husband overrules her on the days that he hears it, he makes void her vow which she vowed and which she uttered with her lips by which she has bound herself, and the Lord will forgive her. You know, it says in the scripture that the husband is the head of the wife. And the word head does not mean leader, does not mean dictator, does not mean ruler. The word head means source of life. As the headwaters in uh, the River Jordan coming out of Mount Erman in the north. And that headwaters, source of life. A husband is to be a source of life to his wife. To be able to keep her freed from things that were spoken over her and things that she has spoken as a child. Now, the Lord then will forgive her. It also says any vow of a widow or divorced woman by which she has bound herself shall remain against her. That's because she doesn't have a head now. But you know, if we carry all of this into the New Testament, that the apostle, prophet, priest, the apostle, prophet, evangelist, teacher, they're all, they're all now giving the authority to take the place of the husband to break this off of the family, to break it off. So even today, I am going to be acting as the head or as the husband and pray to break these things off of every one of you that are listening. Now if her husband truly made them void on the day that he heard them, then whatever proceeded from her lips concerning her vows or concerning the agreement binding her, it shall not stand. The husband now has made them void and the Lord will forgive her. Again, carrying this forward, the priest of the house of God, the priest of and that this is not the Catholic version, it means the head, the apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, you know, deacon, elder, anyone in rulership and authority can break this off of the congregation. Now every vow and every binding oath to afflict her or his soul, her husband may confirm it, or her husband can make it void. Okay, The husband of the wife or the priest of the house of God can confirm it or can make it void. Now, afflict her soul. The word affliction means a permanent injury. So you, you bump your foot, you bump your toe, it hurts. You could have broke it even. But It's not a permanent injury. Someone runs over your foot, crushes it. That is an affliction, a permanent injury. So what this is saying here in Numbers 30, these agreements, these vows, these things that you agreed to even in your childhood has become a permanent injury to your soul. And what that has led to, Shannon, in my observation, is years later people in constant counseling, years and years of counseling and therapy to break that permanent injury that happened over their soul could lead to depression, even suicide, medications, all of this because it was never broken off of your life. Now but if the priest of the house of God now can break this confirms or vows or agreements because, because he breaks them. but if he does make them void after he heard them then he shall bear their guilt meaning they shall take it up before the Lord. So, Lord, I lift up everyone that has lifted, listen to this. And, Lord, I ask that there would be a release by the blood of Jesus. Lord, a release, Father, of the vows and the agreements that were made. Lord, as a father, Father, As a husband, as a priest in the house of God, I ask your forgiveness for whatever drove you as a young person to make vows over your life that would afflict you for the rest of your life. Lord, I thank you for a release by the blood of Jesus and unlocking Lord I hear chains falling off chains falling off to the ground chains that were spoken you know so much happens in this in even in extreme religious places Lord where religious bondages are placed over young people how they're to dress, how they look, how their hair everything about their life to come into some conformity but Lord I break all this off of you by the blood of Jesus any vow that you made to organizations any vows that you made to do something that you've never been able to or could ever fulfill by the blood of Jesus be released from it today Lord, I take the iniquity of all abuse and sexual abuse. Lord, of children, Lord, all the way growing up, to husbands and wives, any abuse. Lord, the iniquity of that, Lord, I bring to you today. And I thank you for the covering of the blood of Jesus, the blood of Yeshua. I thank you that the life is in the blood. And this blood today that was spilled out for you. The Lord will bring a new and a fresh life to you. So I thank you, Father. And even iniquity what iniquity is is sin that was passed on down for generations. Generational sin that came down and into your life as a child. Lord, let those generational sins be broken off of you today. In Jesus' name. I say receive the blood of Jesus. Receive it in every area of your life. Allow every chain of affliction, every agreement, every vow, every rash utterance, to be broken off of you and cleansed off of you today in this scripturally auspicious day of Yom Kippur but you know for all of us in the Lord it's not a day, it's our life every day is a time of repentance every day is a time of receiving the blood of the Lamb and living in God Lord, if we don't have to wait till next year, Lord, to be freed, to be cleansed, every day we can come before the Lord. Lord, I can give him, give him our life. Lord, for those who really don't know the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world, Lord, I ask there be an opening of heart you know, it says if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, you must be saved. shall be, must be saved. Sozo, that's a full salvation in every area of your life. So I thank you, Father. Lord, even this season worldwide, Lord, there's going to be Thousands of people that are going to receive the Lord. The word is going out through so many different programs. Entities. In Jesus name. So I thank you for that life today. And in the name of Jesus and by the blood of Jesus. I do break and release. Every one of you. From the destruction of the enemy from the vows and the chains that have been wrapped around you even from childhood i broke i break the failure the cycle of failure business failure marital failures relationship failures i break that cycle off for you in jesus name amen 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 Want to end with the ironic benediction before we go on to reading a little from John, but from Numbers chapter six, verses twenty four to twenty six. God tells the Aaronic priests that this is to how you were to pray over the nation and to put his name on the people. So thank you, Lord. and give you his peace I'll take a blow of the shofar thank you Lord for waking your people up and shining your life upon them in Jesus name Amen Amen Amen. Well, in the minutes that are remaining, let's uh, let's turn to the book of John. In our Sunday night meetings, we've been reading and teaching from John twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, and seventeen. And uh, I think I'll just pick up here for a little bit in John chapter fifteen, and Jesus says, "I am the true vine." And my father is the vine dresser. Every branch of me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. Every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that he may bear more fruit. And I know many of us have been through years of pruning. Years of pruning that we would bear more fruit. You are already cleaned because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you, as a branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. Or the enemy has tried to tear so many branches even this past several years with the COVID nonsense and the media to tear so many branches off of that vine but Lord I ask Father that you would cause a healing and a replacement of every broken branch back onto the vine for Jesus says I am the vine and you are the branches he who abides in me and I am him bears much fruit but without me you can do nothing, nada, nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered, and they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. But if you abide in me, says Jesus, and my words, rhema words, abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you and by this my father is glorified that you bear much fruit that you bear much fruit Mm -mm -mm -mm. and so you will be my disciples Lord many have been broken off of the vine some by their own doing some by the work of the enemy other people but lord i ask that you would lord re i forget the the uh, the actual wording when a branch is put back and actually taped on and or roped on and then allowed to become part of again of the vine Lord, would you place back onto you, you are the vine, back onto you, Lord, the branches that have been broken or withered, Lord, hurt. If you abide in me and my words abide in me, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done to you. And by this the Father is glorified that you bear much fruit, And so you will be my disciples. Lord, you ask for whatever we desire. Lord, it will be done for us. Lord, I thank you for the provision for the ministries and those that are listening. Lord, for Shannon and Omega Man and for our ministries. Lord, the provisions would be there for our lives and our families. But, Lord, I thank you, Father, even greater for the world, Father, for the nations of the world coming to you. Lord, I ask that. I desire that for me. Lord, that you would fulfill the vision and the scroll that you placed within me and placed within your ministries and your people from the foundations of the world. As the Father has loved me, says Jesus, I have also loved you. Abide in my love. Live. The word abide is to permanently reside. Lord, let us permanently reside in your love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love just as I have kept my Father's commandments. And abide in his love. And these things I have spoken to you that your joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Lord, I thank you for a spirit of joy coming on your people.
1: Amen.
0: Lord, not just happiness. Happiness is happenings, is circumstantial people would say well Lord if you do this I'll be happy yes but that's not joy, joy is a spirit joy comes from the spirit, it's a fruit of the spirit, it's an active aspect of the father Lord that your joy may be full, Lord that the joy that my joy that I have placed in you will remain Lord, I ask again for those listening, Lord, for the joy of the Lord from the Father that he's placed within every one of us, Lord, will be and remain full. This is my commandment, says Jesus, that you love one another as I have loved you. And greater love has no one than this, that he laid down his life for his friends. You know, that's one thing, Shannon, I see with social media. I see something there, and someone has 290 friends. Others have over 5,000 friends. Are you willing to lay down your life for everyone that you say is a friend? Well, those are acquaintances. Personally, I feel like we only have a few friends our whole life, maybe three or four or five that God has given that you would literally lay down your life for. And that's, that's you know, no love has no one in this, that he laid down his life for his friends. And you are my friends if you do whatever I command you. Jesus says, no long do I call you slaves, servants. For a servant does not know what his master is doing, but I call you friends. You know, you can't be a servant. God never made you a servant. He made you a son. Amen. As a son you serve. But you are not a servant. You're not a slave. You are a son a daughter of the Most High God. I no longer call you servants, for a servant does not know what his master is doing, but I call you friends. For all things that I heard from my Father, I have made known to you. And Jesus did lay his life down for his friends, which is you and me and the world. You did not choose me, but I chose you. Boy, God's speaking that to all of us, Shannon. He chose us and appointed us that we should go forth and bear fruit and that our fruit will remain. And that whatever we ask the Father in Jesus' name, in my name, he may give to you. Whatever we ask the Father today, he will give to you. So these things I command you says Jesus that you love one another. That's reading John chapter 15 verse 1 to 17 and if you'd like more of that you can join our Sunday night program Amen. Well Shannon that's what I have for today for us.
1: That was a great message. What would you like to title that for the archive?
0: Well, that's uh, the Yom Kippur message, Y-O-M-K-I-P-P-U-R the Yom Kippur message, or the Day of Atonement
1: fantastic uh, Day Ron, of
0: Atonement, we covered a lot of ground
1: yes you did, Brother Ron, give out your contact information how do people reach you in oh, your man. ministry?
0: Amen, yes, love you to reach and be part of what we do during other week meetings actually this afternoon at 2 o'clock eastern time we go into Germany with a similar message uh, we do that on, uh, on Zoom anyone can be a part of that I can send you the link uh, but you can reach me at my email at roncohen47 at aol.com r-o-n c-o-h-e-n 47 at aol.com uh, my website is roncohen.org. Pretty simple. R O N C O H E N.org. You can call me at 302 559 1766. 302 559 1766. So I'm on Eastern Time, North Carolina. Eastern Time. Uh, feel free. Uh, we do this. We have a Sunday night, a Wednesday night. We have our Shabbat meeting on Saturday morning. And uh, also, what do we do? We have, uh, we're have we into Pakistan. We uh, broadcast into Rwanda. So you can join us in all of that. You can help us feed our children. We've got 200 children in Haiti. We've got about almost 100 now in Pakistan, orphans that we take care of every month, and in India. So you can be a part of any of the works that we are doing in other nations and in the midst of that don't forget Omega Man and Shannon and uh, Ray Davis Omega Man Ministries and uh, to keep supporting them also so that we can continue this on the air as long as the Lord would have Amen. Amen okay, well thank you Shannon
1: thank you my friend
0: it's 10am here, I'm off now uh, for our Yom Kippur day, our day of atonement today and again, I'm not doing it from a religious spirit, I'm just uh, doing it to uh, respect and connect and to obey the things of God that he has for us, but we don't want to come under any religious spirit in the midst of any of these holidays and doings of the Lord. You know, He who the sun sets free is free indeed.
1: Okay. And we
0: don't want to do anything to bind ourselves up again into anything that's not of God.
1: Have a great day over there, my friend, and thank you for coming on today.
0: Amen. Appreciate it. Love it. We love you for sure.
1: Love you too. Thank you so yeah. well, sure uh, If you see your mom, tell her I said hi.